Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, composer Ido Gudodi, to the show. Welcome, Ido. Of course, it's the month of October, and we're celebrating the 35th anniversary of Epcot itself. And a lot of people don't know this, but you got to compose the soundtrack to the 1994 Spaceship Earth. So I am so glad we could have you on the show today. This is exciting. <laughs> Yay. Me For me, too. Thank you. How would you describe your beginnings as a musical composer? Like, what inspired you to really listen for different types of sound and different types of music and led you to go ahead and compose your own themes? Well, I've been in music since I was, I guess, five years old. And uh, for years played... Um, played on the road with different acts, different bands, and uh, became kind of old for me. So I thought uh, maybe I'll try, you know, opening a, a recording studio and, and writing my own music. And so I've been doing that ever since 1976. <laughs> and then Disney was one of, um, one of my favorite projects. There were so many fun projects to do when I was involved with Disney. And they were, um, they were a great company to work with because everything was based on what what is the listener going to feel what can we do to make things better for the listener and rather than i'm huge and i have a big ego now it's all about the the end listener what what they're going to experience so it was really a, a great project for me i played at at disneyland the park in anaheim uh from time to time with with different you know acts different groups but um how I actually got in touch with uh, Walt Disney Imagineering and got hired by them. I don't remember the details, sorry. Before we kind of talk about the music, what was presented to you about Spaceship Earth before you even got involved with just writing the music for it? Did they kind of say, this is what we're looking for for different sounds? Because it's like several different scenes. It's like a full movie, basically, but you have different genres that you're going through. So this is a massive thing. I can only assume that they wanted you to fly in, go through the attraction or ride it and just see what exactly, what, how big this thing was going to be because they're they're asking a lot of you. <laughs> right, you're right. There was, there was quite a... Um, a pre-production time period that went, went, went down. They talked to me a lot uh, up front about, I mean, we're talking about some music that's before time. There's no history of what that music would be. They did send me to Florida, and I rode Spaceship Earth all day for days. <laughs> it, was, it was really something. It was uh, really getting to know each scene really well. And also there were little things that, um, that were important to me. If I'm going to uh, write music and orchestrate music for certain areas, 
what does it sound like in there? Is are there uh, voices? Are there that I would I don't want to have to clash with? Some places the ride was kind of had some low end frequency noise, and so I don't want to write any important cello notes down there. Same with areas that there might be some high noises here and there that I don't want to make. I want to make sure that the flutes weren't important in those areas. So it was very beneficial for me to be there for that long and really get to know the ride very well before I even started composing. Did they give you the Jeremy Irons narration before you finished composing the music? Because I was I was wondering how they would kind of sync that up at the same time because his part is played a little bit shorter between the music tracks because yours your music is just playing on and on but his is is specific sections that are cued onto the car but did they kind of give you that before you got into composing or was it afterwards that's when you heard his part i heard uh jeremy's uh narration after afterwards which which is wonderful by the way i just love what he did the uh the person that I work with on it, and I'm, I know I'm not supposed to mention names, so I'm just going to tell you this amazing producer from Walt Disney Imagineering that I uh, got to work with on a few projects, actually came up to my house. I had a, um, My wife and I have a little ranch up in Central California, and he came up there and spent a few days, uh, have a studio in that house, and we kind of built, I built the demo of what I thought the music should be, and he actually put the voice down. Um, he, he himself did the narration there, so I had something to work with, and, and then also that gave him something to base the timing on when they recorded Jeremy. So it was um, really a pleasure working with this man, and, and he was so much help and gave me so much direction, and it was, it was just wonderful. And I think the one portion of the attraction that I see so many people talk about, especially the music, the music for them, for that scene, is just the best part of the attraction, and I agree, um, is the part Please. where we're kind of exiting the ride, which is when we see the beautiful diorama of the city, the futuristic city, and that beautiful piece of music you have. And, and somebody somebody found out, it, they said it was kind of inspired by Bach's Sinfonia number no. 2 in C minor. So is, is this true? Can you confirm or deny? <laughs> yes, no, no, that is true. The, uh, everything throughout the whole thing was original. And on the ending, I was asked to use that as a guide, do my uh, own arrangement of that, a, a different arrangement that fits the scene there. But yes, that was definitely based on that piece. What was your initial reaction when you finally got to ride the attraction and hear your own music inside of the attraction? <laughs> it, it was great. I was really, I was really pleased with everything. I'm a, I'm an engineer myself, and. Uh, after finishing the uh, recording and the basic mix, then I was able to go there and work with their engineers to now mix the music into the actual ride. And it was such a pleasure because I, I would pretty much walk around the ride and go to different areas and then I could communicate, I believe it was a walkie-talkie, with the engineer downstairs and talk about, oh boy, we need it a little brighter here, we need some more woodwinds, um, could we fade this one in a little later? And so it, it was really a, really a pleasure working with some very talented and, and nice people. One of those, the toughest pieces in there was uh, when you first see Earth, when you come up out of that tunnel, the, um, the request for me was when, when the, when the uh, guests come up and first see um, C 
see the uh, the earth up there, they would like the music to go ta-da. <laughs> I'm going, but, but wait a minute, every few seconds another person's going to see that. And then when the next car comes through, the first car's still in that area. We can't just keep hearing ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. So that was a tough one for me. And the way we solved that, um, I, I had a, um, during the tunnel I had, and it's kind of nebulous, kind of soft in there, you, you'll, you'll hear a, a low musical tone. And, um, and there's some wind, there's a little bit of sound effects in there too, but mainly this, this musical tone is, is just sustaining through the whole tunnel. And when you come out of the tunnel, no matter what part of the song that you're in, it is a, a, an uplift from what note that tone was playing. So that was my only way I could ever think of anything to solve all that issues. And I think it worked. I think when you come out of there, you do feel a lift. I think it does musically feel like it just lifted up and worked okay. And one other scene I, I almost I almost forgot to mention. I can't forget this. This is the biggest scene. The sleeping monks. How can I forget? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to this track, and I'm going to assume uh, all the singers in this were singing Latin, but I, I can't make out the translation. Do you, do you still know the translation? or? I don't remember. I, I know there were a few tricks here that we did vocally in, in this project, and, and that was one of them. Also, the... Um, the children in in the one scene was was really a, a a fun fun recording session. We had a number of really young children, and then we had two two girls that could sound like children that were helping to guide them along. And See, that's what I want on my resume. I got to sing for <laughs> yeah. Spaceship Earth. Like, who can you know? Where else can you find that? I, I really hope all of them are doing well. I can only imagine. I, I was so hard to find details on the 94 update i love it and and another memorable thing on your list i would i would be yelled at if i didn't mention it you know this is not disney but it is game related a lot of people recognize your work for for world of warcraft so thank you this project was um uh was actually right from the beginning really comfortable for me because the person the the uh, audio director that i worked with there for years was a person that I worked for at Disney, some head of media at, at Disney, and he had hired me to do hours of music for, oh, Disney Sea, and I did a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean music. I did hours of background music. Uh, did um, uh, oh the all the environmental music and the theme song for the Canada Pavilion and Epcot, and so him and I had quite a history already and know each other and. He could just look at me. I could tell what he wants. <laughs> so, so working with him on uh, on the video games, uh, World of Warcraft, a couple other ones that was really just fell into place very well. Are you working on any upcoming games or attractions for Disney? Maybe in the future that we can kind of get prepped and excited for. <laughs> I don't know of anything right now. There was there was definitely a, a lull for me uh, after nine eleven. There were some changes made at Disney and there were some people that I had worked with that are no longer there and but I'm but I'm uh I'm in contact with a few people right now so I'm hoping I'm hopeful that that because uh, I love those jobs there's a lot of jobs I do that are so much fun so such a treat to do but I think my very favorite overall has got to be the Disney work 
Well, before we end, I have three Disney-themed questions I ask each of my guests. I call them the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? That's really a tough one. I think most of my memories are um, the television shows. (laughs) And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? That's a, that's a tough one. Maybe maybe Minnie. <laughs> maybe I would relate with Minnie most. And that kind of leads yeah. us into our next one, our Mickey question. If I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? No, that's, that's, that's pretty tough. I think I'm going to have to pass on that one. You know, I cannot thank you enough for being on this show. This has been a real treat and, and a complete honor on my part because, hey, 35 years of Epcot, and you get to be a part of that for over 20. It's, it's wow. just amazing. It's really amazing. And I, and I cannot thank you enough. And I hope we get to talk again soon. I really hope that Disney gets to do another project with you because I'm totally on board. I'm going to be the first one there for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Thank you. Thank you for all the nice compliments and for appreciating that music. Thank you.